Hello and welcome to UGA Sports Rumors versus Facts. I am Blaine Gilmer here with Trent Smallwood and we are here to talk about all things Georgia football recruiting as always coming to you live on a special Tuesday night edition because hey we weren't going to fight uh, Halloween. Trent sent me a message he's like uh, we're going to do this show tonight <laughs> yesterday he's like you know it's Halloween right I was like good point that is a good point so uh, Trent how you doing man? Doing good uh, you know Georgia just got the college football rankings, watching a little basketball, Georgia basketball. It's a good night. Absolutely. It's about to get a better night, especially for all you recruit Knicks out there, people who uh, just love talking about Georgia football recruiting because we have a special guest on with us. It's none other than 2023 wide receiver commit Yazid Haynes. Yazid, I appreciate you joining us here on uh, UGA Sports Rumors versus Facts. No problem. Blessed to be here. Oh, it's it's gonna be good. We're gonna uh, talk talk a little bit about about you, about your senior year, about the Georgia Bulldogs. So uh, I guess we can start off, uh, man. We were talking before CFP rankings come out. What's it like seeing the the team that you know you're going to be playing for next year in that in that top four in that top group? Uh, what's it like from a I guess still a fan perspective before you get into to being a member of the team? Um, it's crazy knowing that I'm going to be on one of those top four teams playing just like next year, a few months from now. It's really a great feeling knowing that I'm going to be one of those top teams. So it's just I'm really excited this, to get started. Absolutely. So let's kind of kind of familiarize everybody with, uh, you know, for people who aren't hardcore recruiting, recruiting followers. Uh, where you're from, uh, kind of your, your your background on things, and uh, how you how you ended up being a, a Georgia commit. Um, I'm from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, but right now I live in Lansdale. Um, went to a school called Newman Garetti my junior season, and that's when I really got on the spotlight, started picking up offers from Division One schools. Um, had an okay junior season, and then after junior year, I started doing the camps, really worked on myself, everything about me, mentally, physically, everything. Went to a few camps, and that's when my recruitment really shot up. Uh, got First it was Rutgers, then Penn State, and then eventually, after some things happened, ended up at Georgia. Rutgers, so uh, that's a that's a key component of this because that's where you would have met Mr. Uh, Fran Brown uh, there. So Coach Brown was at Rutgers, and then he ends up at Georgia. How big of a kind of bridge was that in the, in the uh, I guess, getting to know the Georgia Bulldogs a little bit? Um. Well, I knew Coach Fran when he was at Rutgers. That's when we first had started talking. And then I remember one day just being on my phone, and I seen that he went to Georgia. And I was surprised. I was like, well, that's a big jump. And I texted him, you know, congratulated him on that. And ever since then, we kind of just, you know, stayed in contact, just small talk here and there. And then now I'm at the same school he is at now. So it's kind of crazy. Absolutely. And uh, I would imagine that, you know, you talked about your your recruitment kind of blowing up this past summer. I would imagine that 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 43940 that you laid down at the Penn State uh, camp uh, had a little bit to do with that. How 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 radioactive did the phone get with just activity once uh, once that word of that started getting around? Man, when that was posted, I kept getting so many Twitter notifications about people just posting about it. I was shocked myself when I ran it, but my phone was just blowing up. A lot of people started DMing me after that, like, a lot of more coaches started taking attention to me, so it was great. Trent, it didn't take a, it didn't take long for uh, Georgia wide receiver coach uh, Brian McClendon to get interested either after that, Trent. Well, yeah, and, and you, you know the Georgia's really focused on speed and playmakers at the position, and uh, 
And, you know, when you can go land a 439 guy and uh, have a coaching staff that's already familiar with you, like Fran Brown, um, that's another incentive. So, uh, you know, how is the relationship with Kirby Smart? Uh, you know, we only saw we only see the ornery side of him with the media. How, how's that relationship with him and how is he, uh, uh, you know, from a recruiting standpoint? Um, me and Coach Smart are real close. I talk to him almost every week. Um, he's a really good guy, really smart coach, really good coach. Um, but he is also a really like, funny guy. I remember when I was at one of these, it was like a camp or whatever they had, and we was playing some fun games. And after, everybody was like throwing pie at coaches and everything. Coaches was running around, and nobody could find Coach Smart. He was all pied into the side, making sure he didn't get hit. It was one of my like, funniest moments I remember with him. That's what I say. He's, he's, he's chickening out over there on the, yeah, the pie yeah. contest, getting out of there. Um, so with Coach McClendon, obviously – uh, he was new, semi-new, obviously. You know, he, he played at Georgia. He's been around uh, Georgia before, but he comes back, and now, you know, you're one of the first guys that he really gets in the, the fray with. What was it like him initially reaching out, and what was it like building that relationship with Coach BMAC? Um, I remember he initially reached out, and at the time, this when I was with Penn State, and it was, I was kind of shocked that, you know, Georgia was reaching out. So I was talking to him a little bit, small talk. And then eventually he started like seeing some of my workouts, some of my film and things like that. And he really started talking to me even more. And then just over time, we started to build a relationship. Um, I went down to Georgia and then I got to like the workout. He got to see me in person and that was really good. So we just built a good relationship. And I really do believe that he can make me one of the best receivers. Like he can make me a better receiver when I get there. And that was like a big thing for me when I committed to Georgia. Trent, go ahead if you got something in. Yeah, I think a lot of people look at Kirby. You know, he's a defensive-minded coach. Uh, you're an offensive player. But that's got to, you know, with, with him being a defensive-minded coach and you going up against arguably the best, you know, defensive team in the country week in and week out at practice, that's got to be an incentive to go play for a defensive coach. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, really does mean, like, you know, because at practice we're going to be going against time competition. And, and I was thinking about, like, just thinking about my whole commitment process – I was like, I'm really going to be able to, you know, go against this top competition. That's going to make me a lot better. So that was also another big thing when I was thinking about coming to Georgia. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, people people like to point out production and stuff like that, but that development piece is big. One one guy you would point to who missed a lot of time due to injuries at Georgia but uh, is George Pickens. But he seems yeah. to be doing all right in the NFL uh, for, first year off over there uh, development-wise. One of just tell everybody real quick, we're interviewing Yazid Haynes, 2023 wide receiver commit. That is his Instagram handle up there. And uh, if you want to follow along kind of with his his journey uh, to getting to, before he gets to Georgia and through Georgia, it's going to be there. You can go to at Zed, that's Z-E-E-D, Haynes 2. So at Zed Haynes 2 on Instagram and give him a follow. I do want to mention that we are presented by Auto Owners Insurance and Turner Wood and Smith Insurance, both companies over 100, 100 years old, so they have the experience that you need. Turner Wood and Smith uh, Insurance Agency, guys, Trey Wood and, and those guys over there here in uh, Gainesville, Georgia, they can take care of all the customer service needs for you, and they've got great policy providers like Auto Owners Insurance, so appreciate them for uh, sponsoring the show here. But, Yazid, I guess uh, how – 
you know, your senior season is now complete uh, due to a a crazy rule in Pennsylvania with your transfer. You can't play in the playoffs, but you got to play all um, regular season and had a monster senior year. Um, I guess what would you first tell everybody just – uh, you said you posted your, your stuff today and kind of got all the final stats. So tell everybody what you finished stat-wise. And then after you do that, tell us, you know, what do you attribute the the huge uh, success you had in your senior year to? Um, the season I had 55 catches for 1,200 yards and 13 touchdowns. Um, kind of started off the season a little rough. We weren't passing the ball as much. The offense really was, wasn't just clicking. But as the season went on, I talked to the coaches about, you know, passing the ball a little bit more. And after that, it just shot up, started getting 200-yard games, two touchdowns a game. It just got a lot better. Um, and really, I was just really proud of myself from all the work I put on over the summer and all the, like, wide receiver trainers I worked out with. Really now, I was happy that it was just showing during the season and not just showing at camps and stuff like at 707. Did you play any special teams as well? Uh, Yeah, I played kick return. <laughs> he did too. Yeah, for sure. You had uh, I, I saw you had a couple a couple nice ones on the year. Any uh, any particular play? And I think you might have one that happened Friday night that may be the answer to this. But is there any play in particular that was your favorite play of the season? Definitely the one from Friday night. That was my last touchdown of the season, and it was a one hand catch. So definitely my favorite one. For those of you that haven't seen it, Yazid, I, I posted it in the uh, following the future piece today um over on UG, uga sports.com it there at the 50 yard line Yazid line is lined up over on the right hand side and streaks down the field and this isn't like a lofted throw by the quarterback this is a this is a this is on a on a pretty good rope over there he, he was having to do all he could to get it out there to Yazid and uh sticks that one hand out there in the end zone and brings it in so uh quite the catch by Yazid Haynes. I'm sure that Georgia faithful will be looking forward to seeing those kind of things. Um, big game this weekend, Yazid, and uh, you're you're going to be in Athens to yeah. to take to take it all in. Uh, what are your what are your thoughts just on the atmosphere of what Athens is going to be like on Saturday? Man, I can't wait to see it. This is my first time ever going to a Georgia game. This is actually my well, no, this is my first time ever going to a Georgia game, and I just can't wait to see the atmosphere. I heard college game day is also going to be there, so I can't wait to see that. I'm just truly excited to see how excited the crowd is going to be, how Georgia's going to play, and I know we're going to get that one too. So I'm just excited. Listen, uh, the people watching right now are already – you're already one of their favorite dogs saying that kind of stuff. (laughs) You know how to play to the crowd for sure. Uh, Trent, um, I think you had a little question there about uh, about maybe some of the now going from – the recruited to the recruiter for for uh, Yazid here. Yeah, I know most of the 23 guys uh, that we've talked to in the past and 24 guys are all in like a group text. Um, so is there any specific commits that you talk to on a regular basis? And is there any specific targets that you're going after um, that are, you know, uncommitted or committed elsewhere? Um, right now, we all have a group chat, so we all kind of talk. But I do talk to both the receivers and I talk to A.J. Harris often. And right now, um, I heard about Anthony Evans. That's another guy we're trying to get. Before when before Tyler Williams, uh, Williams was committed, I was talking to him to make sure to get him here. So I'm going to do the same thing with Anthony Evans. Hopefully I can go two for two with that. Yeah, you got uh, Anthony Evans uh, coming into town, DeAndre Moore, who's a receiver committed to Louisville. So uh, you're going to have your, your recruiting hat on, I'm, I'm sure, when you're, when you're over there this weekend. Uh, 
I guess the 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 main thing that everybody you know is wanting to know is when you're getting recruited by by Georgia and other other major schools as well. I mean, Penn State is no slouch. They took they took Ohio State, you know, deep into the fourth quarter this past week. And mm-hmm. if they had done some things a little bit better, they they could have won that game. What is it? What what was the moment that you knew? I mean, I know you said you were developing relationships, talking to Kirby, talking to B Matt, but what was the moment that you knew and what was the factor that that made you say, Hey, I want I want to be a Georgia Bulldog? Um, definitely one of the main factors was my relationship with the coaching staff talking to all the coaches and see how, like, they were very, like, family-oriented. They really welcomed me to the school. Um, I remember I was watching some games, which is Georgia football, seeing that atmosphere of the stadium and just how good the team is. It was a lot of things that played in a factor to it, and it wasn't no specific time where I was like, yeah, this is the school. It was, like, over time. But just with the coaching staff, the atmosphere, it's also a really good school. It has a good business program, which is what I want to major in. Just all the things putting together and just talking to my family and friends. Um, I'm also I know DeAndre Swift's dad. I was talking to him about it. Of course, he was room for me to go there. So with all those things putting together, I just knew like Georgia was a school for me. Yeah, Philly. Uh, Philly has not been a, a a stranger to the Georgia program. You know, uh, Swift, uh, Mark Webb, a couple a couple of years ago mm-hmm. before that as well. So uh, definitely a lot of. Uh, a lot of connections there that have come through when when Kirby um, has been there. I guess uh, how how closely have you been uh, watching this this Georgia offense and what uh, Stetson Bennett and the crew have been been doing uh, so far this season? Man, Stetson Bennett is looking real good this year. Um, the passing we do have some receivers out like AD Mitchell and all that, but the passing game still looks very smooth. Coach Munkin, you know his like play calling has been really really good too. So I'm really impressed with the offense this year. Trent, you got anything on on that? Well, yeah, I mean, it's second nationally, uh, I guess, in uh, total yards per game behind Tennessee. Um, It's been a transformation over the last couple of years just seeing the Georgia offense going from a run offense to a pass offense uh, under Todd Munkin. Um, I don't know how how long you followed Georgia or that – but I mean, a couple of years ago, did you did you see them in a running offense, and now this changed yeah, the, the passing offense? It was there yeah. any talk about that, like with, with Kirby, and you know when you were being recruited? Uh, there was talk about it because a lot of people would tell me like, "Oh, why are you thinking about Georgia? They just run the ball a lot." So of course, you know, I asked the question, and Coach Munkin answered that for me how he was going to change that. He wanted to pass the ball a lot more this year, so that really wasn't a problem to me when I thought about it. I think a lot of people don't understand that, you know, a team like Tennessee who's who's passing at 50 or they're only passing at 43 percent of the time or 44 percent of the time. And then Georgia, they're passing at like 53, 54. So Georgia's actually passing it more than Tennessee yeah. uh, this season. Yazid, we have a, a question here from you from a fellow Pennsylvania native, PA Dog 610. He, he's always on here with us and uh, he's just tickled to death to have a Pennsylvania player uh, coming to Athens. He, he said, can you ask Yazid if he plans on enrolling early? So, uh, Yazid, are you planning on uh, graduating in December and being in Athens by January? Yep. Uh, I just commit. I just completed my uh, admissions process two weeks ago, so I will be there in January. How, how much are you looking forward? To, we just said that the college, you know, football playoff rankings come out. You could, you know, if you get there early enough, uh, you could potentially be practicing 
with the team as they get prepared for the college football play. I know a, guy, a lot of guys like Oscar Delp and and uh, players like that that are on the team and contributing this year did that. Uh, how much would you look forward to being a part of that? I'm so excited to be a part of that. I was just talking about this to my mom literally right before I got on here. Um, it's crazy knowing that I can get up there and start right away while they're preparing for the national championship. I can already practice with them, get that feeling of how practice is, the energy. So I'm just excited for that also. Absolutely. Well, Yazid, we greatly ab- appreciate you coming on. I know that it's a, it's a busy time and everything, and you're getting prepared for a, uh, a trip down to Athens. And we got, we got a bunch of uh, questions that we're going to be a- uh, answering here after you, after you get off about the guys that uh, y'all are going to be, um, you know, going after and trying to get over there with you. But uh, enjoy the trip to Athens this weekend. And we, we greatly appreciate you coming on with us. No problem. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All right. Uh, that is Yazid Haynes. Yazid, uh, we appreciate it, man. We'll catch you later. Thank you. Have a good one, y'all. You too. Thank you, man. All right, so we got uh, that was Yazid Haynes. Uh, Trent, what'd you what'd you get from the, uh, the interview there with with Yazid? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's just another. Uh, you know, you, you talk about Georgia recruiting good kids and uh, specific type kids, and and it's not only uh, the the dynamic athlete, but you know, this is another great kid that Kirby's bringing on board. Uh, you know, who runs a four three nine. Um, who is uh, and that's what Georgia's trying to do on offense. I know the the offense has has not been able to really display a wide receiver, and they've been kind of unfortunate over the past couple of years that with uh, with the injuries at the wide receiver position with Pickens last year and Ad Mitchell this year. But um, you know, bringing these dynamic if you keep bringing these dynamic guys in, uh, like Yazid Haynes and like uh, other guys, uh, Cottrell, you're you're eventually going to. Uh, you know, keep some of these guys healthy. And, uh, and he's just another playmaker Georgia's adding to that offense. No doubt. And, you know, I said it, that people could go watch his highlights, that one-handed catch, all that kind of stuff that I put in there on the, um, on the following the future piece. Also guys like, uh, even on the defensive defensive side, uh, that, that are going crazy and doing things. Chris Peel had, uh, 14 carries, I think, for 228 yards at running back for Provi- uh, Providence Day. He's going to be playing DB. So you see the kind of athletes they're just bringing in across the board. And uh, that's why Georgia ends up being, you know, constantly in that top four conversation as they were in the first playoff rankings uh, here tonight. So let's go if ahead. Think, if you think he gets to Athens too early, Kirby will try to dress him up this weekend with the lack of, lack of playmakers they got at the receiver position. Get a get a little speed in there for sure. Maybe you know, maybe he can. Uh, he I don't know. He's not quite as tall as Ad Mitchell, so I don't know if he'd fill out that five quite yet. Uh, but uh, here we go. We got a question from C Buck Eleven, Trent. How do you think the twenty three O line class will finish out? Um, would the staff be satisfied with the current commits, or do you think they look to flip another prospect? I definitely think you're looking at flipping another prospect. I mean, you're looking at schools who are really struggling, struggling right now, such as Texas A&M and, uh, you know, Auburn's with changing coaches and, you know, not talking about anybody specific from Auburn, uh, but just, just the, the, there's going to be some turnover um, just from new coaches coming on uh, players, uh, not having that feel for new coaching staffs. 
Um, I don't know what's going on, uh, you know, at, at College Station um, with that with that program, but it seems to be falling apart day by day. So, you know, you, you just – I think Georgia will continue to try to flip some of the guys that they missed on uh, in the first place. That's what we talk about with Kirby not burning any bridges. And um, I think they're happy with who they have, but they're, they're going to continue to try to work the trail and, and get one of these flips. Apparently we had a, a family member of uh, Yazid Haynes on here. That's my little cousin. Comes from an amazing family and focused on great character. Yeah, he seemed, seemed uh, interacting with him throughout his recruitment and now obviously uh, – you know, just a, a fine young, young man there. Yazid Haynes seems to be a, a good fit. But addressing what you said about the 23 offensive line, you know, you talk about Auburn, you know, Braden Joyner was a guy they were heavily involved in. Could could it end up being that he ends up wanting to get back up on the market or a, a TJ Shanahan or Chase Basantis out at Texas A&M, like you mentioned? So these are, you know, Texas A&M's three and five right now. Who knows what the – the NIL situation is, and that's not a that's not a dig or a, a illegal thing to talk about anymore. There are literal promises being made out here from, from these collectives and boosters and stuff like that. So you don't know how deep down the road some of these guys are with that, and if that precludes them from you know wanting to even entertain the thought of you know changing changing schools. But uh, it is something to keep an eye on for sure. But I I don't think that Trent. I don't I don't think that uh, Georgia would be just unsatisfied if they if they didn't flip anybody i think i think the 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 offensive line the quality of the guys that they have committed is good and they could always go to the transfer portal if needed yeah no doubt and i think uh i think monroe freeling what freeling was kind of the swing guy in that in that uh you know thinking is uh if if they were to miss on him or if they would have missed on him um there would have been a little bit more panic uh, at this point but uh, hitting on Freeling um, kind of made him a little bit more comfortable moving forward at the position. Oh, I, yeah, I agree. I mean, a guy who's six seven, you know, two hundred and seventy five plus, and can can really bend, and is going to be able to add more weight and things like that. That's uh, that's never a bad bad deal to have there. And I think Joshua Miller is a guy who, uh, you know, is is maybe a little bit underrated, uh, but, you know, maybe, I don't know if it's because of the, the area he plays in or maybe had a, a little bit extra weight on and stuff like that, but uh, I, he's he's a road grader. When you go and watch his, his film, he really is uh, strong at the point of attack. So, um, you know, it'll be interesting to see how they how they finish out on the offensive line in 2023. And, and, the, and the Bo Huey situation with the flirting with Auburn, that's that'll probably die out now that uh, there's been a coaching change and and all that's taking place. So, well, then um, let's say hire Deion Sanders, and then who knows what's going to happen? You know, you never you exactly. Never <laughs> so, so if they get Lane Kiffin or Deion Sanders, I'm I'm everybody ought to watch their commits because I'm telling you. Uh, the the Yellowwood guy over there, he's got lots of money, and he he won't mind. Uh, now, who knows? They may have to be using all that money to they, or they may still be paying. You know, they may still be paying Will Muschamp something from when he was DC back. There's, I mean, who knows? Like, you never know. Like, it's uh, Will Muschamp's getting paid by everybody but Georgia right now to to coach. It seems they're so. paying Muschamp and Bobo. So, yeah, it, it's 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 going. Hey, Georgia's coaching staff funded by the Auburn Tigers. All right, uh, so here, here we go. Big Dog says, 
what is the status of the recruitment of class of 2024 five-star corner Ellis Robinson out of IMG Academy? Well, we know where he'll be this weekend. He's going to be in Athens. Uh, he, he's, he said that he's, he's going to come watch that, that matchup between Tennessee and Georgia. And, um, you know, I think right along with Samuel and Pimba, who's in the 23 class, once Georgia got started getting really serious with Mpemba, uh, Trent, I think they, they, it really picked up with Ellis Robinson as well. Yeah, for sure. And, and, and a lot of those IMG guys, uh, you, you see a lot of IMG guys on Miami's commit list, and, and, and them having a down year has is, is really helped um, Georgia even more with the IMG guys because Georgia's kind of uh, – th- it's been a focus uh, at IMG the past couple of years, and, and those relationships built, and, uh, you know, Mapemba and, um, you know, Ellis Robinson – um, you know, that those those relationships and all that is really it got Georgia in the mix for a lot of those guys down there. Yeah, firmly in the mix. I would say that, uh, you know, there, there are several. I'm not ready to put one in myself yet, a future cast, but there's there's three future casts. And one is recently as uh, the 17th of of uh, October in here from uh, Rivals Publisher. So, you know, publishers and analysts. So it's uh, it's definitely one to look out for in the class of 2024. Here's a question about that Auburn coaching change. Uh, J-Dog2416 says, with Harson out, um, what was the story on Dequavius Sori? He was a highly rated wide receiver. And then there was more to this question, but I can only fit so many characters on the screen. He was saying, you know, did was it a deal where Hankton liked him and, you know, we just kind of stopped talking after the coaching transition. Uh, what, what are your, what are you, what is your remembering on Dequavius Sori there? Um, Trent, I think it's I think it's just a preference, and uh, you know, from a relationship standpoint, and who the coaches like, and they brought McClendon on, and there just wasn't as much uh, of, of a relationship there as there was uh, with Hankton, and um, and there was you know the relationship just never went any further, uh, you, you know, and, and he decided to to back up that commitment, and and now he's with Auburn. So I don't see that uh, relationship, you know refueling or anything um moving forward i don't think he's one of the guys that that mcclendon's really focused on i did reach out to him by the way when harson uh when harson uh got fired and asked him you know has he been in communication with george he said not really but he said that he's uh now that harson is out he is opening up his you know not decommitting but he's he's open to all options so that you know there is possibility there if georgia did want to circle the wagons as uh chris berman used to say about the buffalo bills over there all right, uh, Andy Stowe says, uh, are you hearing any top elite running backs, DBs, or wide, re- wide receivers that will be portaling after this year to potentially make a baby face turn, there's a wrestling term there, uh, and come to the good guys? So go from, uh, go from a, a competitor of Georgia to over to Georgia. There hadn't been too many of those uh, that have been uh, on other teams that have, have – have, Georgia's had some do the opposite. Uh, Jermaine Burton to Alabama, you know, Brenton Cox, uh, RIP to his career. Uh, you know, he's, he went down to, down to Florida, and now he's uh, nowhere. So uh, we'll, we'll see, you know, what ends up happening um, in, in the portal. But I, I can't think – I can't come up with anybody specifically off the top of my head. There were Marshawn Lloyd rumors out there, you know, that he may end up leaving uh, South Carolina at one point, and we know Del McGee was all over – uh, all over him at, at one point. So I, I, I don't know anybody specifically, Trent, but I do think that there there is going to be a bevy of talent in the portal this year because of 
the effect that the 2020 recruiting in the pandemic had and and guys maybe not uh you know having panned out like they thought they would at a certain school yeah you know which which i talked about earlier with the with the way some schools have performed the way some schools uh, approach nil uh nil i said nil again uh, the nil um Every time uh, you, drink, you take a drink. That's, that's- <laughs> uh, there's the way some some teams approach the NIL process, um, and and there's just different you know ways of going about the 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 way that that's been used. And uh, you know the, you look at the way Kirby and staff they've missed on some recruits, but at the end of the day, is it the, you know the best approach to how Texas A&M has done things, or or how Georgia and Alabama is doing things? So uh, I think all that stuff will work itself out, but you know that that's definitely a school I'm watching um, when it comes to the portal because you know th- there's been a lot of not only uh, not only you know losing uh, in College Station, but there's been a lot of uh, suspensions and there's been a lot of just you, you get a you get a bunch of uh, five stars in the same building that are, are on a different page and they just don't work out. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens with them, being able to see, uh, you know, if any of these other guys who might have got it passed over um, that that can still, uh, you know, help Georgia out as a as maybe, a, uh, you know, Kenny McIntosh running back or something like that. And, and it'll just be interesting to see what who all hits the portal. But there's no really known names uh, at this point. There hasn't been much quarterback play uh, during the two years or a year and a half, whatever it was, that, that Brian Harson was there uh, at Auburn. So it's hard to tell what these receivers are. But I know coming out of high school, Xavion Capers and Landon King, uh, a hybrid tight end receiver, 6'5", 220, they're both officially in the transfer portal. Todd Hartley absolutely loved Landon King coming out of high school. And I know that Georgia recruited uh, Xavion Capers as well out of Denmark High School over there in the the uh, Forsyth, Alpharetta, Milton-type area over there. Yeah, uh, and that uh, – um, I don't think they can go in the portal to December 4th, but uh, they, they, they're they going into the portal. Um, I, I saw a tweet out today that said they were officially in the portal. So I don't know the rules on it, whether they can uh, get, get in there or not, but it said they were officially in, and, hmm. but it – said they were uh maybe other schools can't recruit them until december 4th i know there's some rule uh that, that correlates to that but um it, maybe there's a rule that if your coach gets canned you can enter the portal i don't know <laughs> but uh yeah i mean there's gonna be guys uh you know uh kirby really didn't bring in many guys last year um and, and you know that, that was kind of unexpected we thought that he might you know try to go after uh, some position, but he felt good with his roster. But after this year, I, I do think there's going to be a couple positions that will be a focus on in the portal. And I do think, you know, Georgia's going to bring in, you know, the two or three, four guys in the, in, in the portal. Yeah. You know, with that initial counter rule going out the window, uh, you know, Georgia can fill it as needed, depending on how many guys leave and all that kind of stuff, what you know beforehand. So it'll be interesting. I definitely think, as you said, there'll be a handful, if not more spots saved for the portal. All right. Do you think uh, there's any way we Georgia could finish with the top class? I absolutely do think Georgia could, could finish with the top class. Definitely a top, top two class. I put out a prediction. I think there'll be a top, a top two class uh, this year because there's too many guys that Georgia is in on that are just high impact guys, whether it's in Pimba, Wilson, Jordan Hall. Uh, I mean, the, the, on the defensive side alone, 
that I think are are big time out there. And, you know, there's always a couple guys like DeAndre Moore, Anthony Evans, even Justice Haynes at running back that they're working to, to flip. And if they get one or two of those flips as well, Georgia's already sitting at fourth with 22 commits. I think they're going to end up with 25, 26 before it's over with. Um, I think they could finish num- number one for sure, Trent. Yeah, I think you look at, you know, the the, the rankings now and uh, – and they had a legitimate shot to land, you know, four more top guys. And and not only that, but, uh, you know, when, when the new rankings come out, you could you can see a bunch of, um, you know, guys shoot up the rankings. Uh, one being Yazid Haynes has the opportunity to, to move up, in my opinion. I think he's um, underranked at the at this point. And, uh, and there, there's several guys on the commit list that I believe are underranked. And Jalen Hall would be another guy that I, I think is a, uh, a guy yeah, who's uh, do what? Jordan Hall. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Jordan Hall is another guy that uh, would – you know, he's a four-star, but he's not in, a, in the 250. If he wants to jump on board, I think he's another guy that um, should shoot shoot up. So, um, th- there's a lot that goes into landing the number one class. It's not just, you know, landing the remaining guys on target. It's how these guys finish up in the rankings. But I think a lot of these guys are um, on board to, to shoot up here pretty soon. Well, I mean, you're talking about a, a consensus, you know, top ten player in Samuel and Pimba that that Georgia is, you know, by all accounts, a, a favorite for over there as, you know, as well. That he'll be in town uh, on an official visit this weekend, uh, coming into town. Um, so I guess that's the that's the other thing we need to do here. We got one more uh, question. Uh, Speedy Dog asked, "Is Haynes getting warmer?" I'm flipping, and he's talking about Justice Haynes, or is he locked in with Alabama? Uh, and then who are the the top two guys for OL and DL spots? Justice Haynes, real quick, we can just say, listen, Georgia's not going to give up on him. I feel like he's pretty certain locked in with Alabama, but he is going to be there this weekend. Georgia has an opportunity now to to knock off the the number one team in the country, Tennessee. Uh, and if they were able to do so in in a convincing fashion with a hyped up crowd there, you never know what could happen uh, with with some of that stuff. Uh, Especially since the you know Alabama did lose to that same Tennessee team, so we'll uh, we'll see that. But uh, Trent, who do you think uh, you know? If you had to point out guys, we said Jordan Hall in the defensive line, but who's uh, maybe another defensive lineman they could go after? And then uh, you know, offensive line, we we kind of already touched on that. Yeah, I mean, uh, James Smith is another guy that's going to be on campus this weekend. Um, that is another guy that, that, that George is in the top mix with. And, uh, you know, his top three has kind of been uh, – you know, top schools have kind of been everywhere, and Auburn was included in that. And uh, you got to think that that hurts, you know, there. And let, depending on the hire, um, Florida's kind of been in that group. Um, you know, they, they haven't really fared well. Uh, on the field this season, of course, Alabama's in that group. I think Michigan, uh, it, it is it Ohio State. Um, the, the, there's several other teams in that, um, but James Smith is the guy who's going to be on campus this weekend, and he's another guy to watch. Um, you know, there, there's there's uh, the, you know the, uh, along the flip watch too. I I, th- I continue to watch um, you know guys that are committed elsewhere. Uh, that's what we continue to keep our ear out for because there's always stuff in motion. Kirby's always recruiting and uh, you know, there's always relationships and, and ties that are they're behind the scenes. And, you know, like justice Haynes that we talked about just a minute ago, um, 
even if that did happen, I don't think you're going to hear about this happening or you're going to see it. It, it, it. It's just going to happen on National Signing Day if it happens. Um, it's just going to be a, a situation where that happens. So uh, I look for a couple names to pop up on the D-line, uh, maybe uh, on the offensive line as well uh, when it comes to flip. But um, I mean, James Smith and uh, Jordan Hall is definitely two to watch. Quay, Quay Russell, he's a he's an edge guy. Uh, could also be kicking inside linebacker. Very uh, Jalen Walker esque in types of his versatility there and his strength. Um, but you know, David David Hobbs is a guy David that's Hobbs. on an official visit uh, this weekend. Um, you know, Marcus Deal was on an official visit over over there. Uh, I just really think that um, there's there's a lot of options out there, a lot of talent. And you know, here's the thing. There's going to be so – speaking of talent, there's going to be so much talent. We published our – listen, if you want the news first on visitors coming up, we had this this list up but on Tuesday of last week, okay, before the Florida game. We're starting to to get, get guys in there, get them confirmed, uh, you know, information we're hearing, and we put it up there. But now you've got guys like DeAndre Moore who, to your point, we didn't really hear a whole lot out of he's coming on an official visit, the Louisville wide receiver commit, um, Samuel Pimba official, David Hobbs official. You know, Justice Haynes is going to be there. Anthony Evans, who's committed to Oklahoma, he's going to be there. Georgia commit Raylan Wilson's going to be there. Commit Peyton Woodring, a kicker in 2023, is going to be there. And then Yazid Haynes, who we talked to at the front of the show here, is going to be there. Um, and that's not even including Quay Russell, Jordan Hall, James Smith, you know, uh, Jordan Louie, a running back from West Virginia. Just unbelievable amounts of talent. And who knows, there's even, uh, you know, talks that he, I don't think he'll be there this week, but, you know, Georgia's getting deeper into talks with Deuce, Deuce Robinson, uh, the the hybrid tight end, uh, you know, out of, out of Arizona over there. So, you know, it's all kinds of uh, stuff that's going to be happening late here. And this, and this visitor list, if you're not a member of the UGA Sports Vault, this is the whole reason to be there. But, uh, Trent, this is as talented of a list as I've seen come to a Georgia game. Yeah, I, I was going through and uh, kind of editing the list to make it a little bit more, uh, I guess, prettier today. And, and I just kept – what the, the one thing that I just kept typing was Rivals 100. Now, I finally just – just stopped and just copied and 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 I was like pace 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 because every one of these guys, I think the list is up to like forty four prospects and you know I think thirty of them are at least are in the rivals two fifty so uh, we're talking about you know and and this list is nowhere near finalized you're going to see guys and that's why you need to stay locked into the vault at UGA Sports you're going to see guys uh, that are committed elsewhere that are that they're going to pop up about you know. Thursday or so that are that are going to be on campus. So um, stay locked in um, because this this list is going to be insane with recruits. This is the this is the atmosphere. This is the game that Kirby dreams about. I mean, he just literally draws about when it, when it comes to recruiting. So uh, uh, this is going to be big on the rec- from a recruiting standpoint. Especially when he gets ranked number three behind uh, Tennessee as the defending national champion at home uh, with them coming in. It's like today. Today at seven, about seven fifteen, whenever that happened, that was like Christmas morning for Kirby Smart right there. So he was he's pretty excited about that, I'm sure. Um, did want to mention it's not just the class of 2023 either. There's big guys uh, coming in, you know, big prospects. We mentioned Ellis Robinson's going to be there uh, in 24. Um, Mike Matthews, a wide receiver out of Parkview, 
Rivals 100, as as Trent said, he's a five-star. K.J. Bolden from Buford, he's in there. Rivals 100, the Georgia would – would play him at receiver if he ended up coming to Georgia, but he could also, he has offers to go play receiver. I mean, a safety and receiver at other power five schools as well. And then it's all about quarterback, right? You know, everybody loves talking about quarterback, uh, Trent and Georgia just got Ryan Puglisi, uh, not too long ago, the class of 2024. Well, 2025, I think it's starting to become pretty clear. Uh, the guys they're prioritizing because they're both going to be there this weekend. Antoine Hill, He's having a monster year for uh, Houston County down there. And then Ryan Montgomery. Um, people like to discount Ryan Montgomery because his brother, who, by the way, his brother's coming with him. Uh, his brother's coming with him down here uh, to, to Georgia. Uh, he's an Ohio State offensive line commit. He had to put out a tweet this weekend or, or yesterday. Trent, he said, listen, I'm just going – with my brother as a guest, nobody at Ohio State needs to worry. I'm just going down there to watch the game. It's no big deal. But uh, uh, Pierce Sperlin responded to that tweet saying, hey, we need at least one Montgomery to end up a, a, a Georgia Bulldog. So that's what Pierce was putting out there. But Ryan Montgomery, people like to say, oh, well, just stop talking about Ryan Montgomery. He's not going to come to Georgia. I don't think somebody spends their, you know, a family spends this much of their their well-earned money uh, coming down here four or five times and two games in one year uh, if they're not taking Georgia seriously. And, you know, hey, in the class of 2024, there was a guy named Dylan Raola who just committed to Ohio State not too long ago right in the class before, Ryan. I think Georgia uh, has a real good shot there. Yeah, I think Georgia has a good shot at, at you know, with, with both of their top targets. Uh, you know, I, I, with, with where they stand, I, I think that from a uh, – I think – you know, Todd Munkin's done a good job, but not only Todd Munkin, Georgia's got Mike Bobo. They got Buster Faulkner. They got guys lined up behind uh, Munkin. Van Gorder. Yeah, to, to, to recruit quarterbacks. quarterbacks. So uh, it is – Georgia is very stout in the in the quarterback recruiting department from uh, from all the, all the names and all the experience they have on staff. Uh, absolutely and then oh by the way 2026 quarterback julian lewis who had, did nothing his freshman year but lead Carrollton to a 10-0 record to this point uh and has 2600 yards 34 touchdowns on the year i put on the vault today that julian lewis is the best high school quarterback prospect i've seen in person and i coached in georgia high school football for nine years i played against guys like connor shaw and blake sims in high school uh Julian Lewis is the best Georgia high school football quarterback prospect I've seen in person since Deshaun Watson. He's that good. Yes, he is. Uh, if, if you haven't had a chance to look at him, just pull up his film. He is the real deal. He, he throws with very little effort. Uh, he, he, he can make every pass on the field and he can run the football. And um, he is a, uh, he is so dynamic on the football field. He's only a freshman. I mean, it is. It is going to. He's going to light up records uh, uh, throughout his four years at Carrollton. And uh, he, he is another name that keeps showing up on the Georgia visitor list. And uh, will, will be a you know uh, as we move forward, getting closer to his class over the next couple of years, he's going to be the top target for the Bulldogs at the quarterback position in that class. Absolutely, and you know uh, I. I 
failed to mention, uh, of course, in that 2024 class, commits Nikar and Landon Thomas will be there as well. Sammy Brown, who's at Jefferson, that everybody uh, you know is drilling over uh, once. Uh, you know he's going to be there once again, and then of course uh, Michael Welch, an in-state running back, and Daniel Calhoun, a big in-state offensive tackle. So, like we said, star-studded list trent but uh anything if you pull up if you pull up that list it's like the number one strong side defensive end in, in the nation the number one inside linebacker in the nation the number one athlete in the nation the number one tight end in the nation they're all in athens this weekend in that 24 class so it's, it's definitely a star-studded weekend yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be insane um now trent anything uh for the people before we sign off here uh, you know, I'm just looking forward to getting uh, to, to the weekend. Uh, you know, not only to the weekend, uh, we're in November. We are officially uh, one month out from early signing day. So um, if you're not with the vault, uh, subscribe, it, you know, subscribe to our YouTube channel, um, subscribe to the vault. We're going to keep you locked in on uh, not only not only visitor news, visitor uh, visits, but uh, as we move closer to signing day, uh, all the inside scoop you can get and uh we'll have it uh right there for you at, at ugasports.com yeah and there's also a deal going on right now uh you know that existing members of uga sports you can get you can add on the all access pass uh to read the other other boards message boards out there who wouldn't want to read auburn's message board right now with the coaching search going on or texas a&m's message board with that meltdown going on so it is going to be interesting to see uh how everything develops here huge game on saturday huge recruiting uh event that that weekend um and we'll have updates for you uh following all of it over on ugasports.com so for uh trent smallwood uh, I'm Blaine Gilmer. This has been UGA Sports Rumor versus Facts. We're presented by Turner Wood and Smith Insurance in cooperation with Auto Owners Insurance. Make sure to uh, go check them out, guys, because they've been in business, both of them, for over 100 years, uh, and they know how to take care of the customer service side and your policy side for life, home, car, and business. But guys, that's it for us uh, on UGA Sports Rumors versus Facts. Subscribe, like, turn on notifications, all that good stuff, and we will catch you next time.